Hey guys, welcome back. I've got Tay on the podcast with me this week. Um, yeah, full disclosure, I start off by mispronouncing her name. Um, you'd think I would have learned by now, but I haven't. Um, I was going to try and cut around it, but like I, I want to leave it raw. It's, you know, that's always the intention. And you know what? If you uh, can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. This is me. This is who I am, uh, <laughs> as they say on Tumblr all the time. Um, but yeah, Note is another one of the multi-talented uh, performers I've met through Dinner Detective. She is not only an actress, she's a musician. Uh, she does personal beauty and life coaching. She has her own podcast as well, which we'll talk a little bit about. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this one, and uh, I don't apologize for anything. I'm the starving artist Phoenix. It's Tony Machete. Uh, with me, I got Shantae Faison. How do you do it? Faison uh, or Tay? Faison. Oh fuck! See, I should have asked you that. Oh, ahead. No, you're fine. Because <laughs> you, I noticed you go by like a couple different like stage names. You got a couple different things yes. on there. I have different aliases. Diana is when it comes to yeah. music. Usually, it's Shantae Diana. Uh huh. Um, Tay is with my podcast. Yeah. Or most of the time, like Tay or Tay Tay is what people that know me personally say. Or it's another nickname yeah. that I'm not going to say on this podcast <laughs> because that's a family nickname, and I don't want anybody to know about. <laughs> so I do have a few. A few A's. Miss Tay is for the people that I do when I do hair. Yeah, so, yeah, this is how I differentiate because if somebody contacts me, I don't want to be like, and you are contacting me because if somebody says Miss Tay, I know they're contacting me for a hair appointment. If somebody says Shantae Diana or Diana, I know they're talking That's about music. Show. If somebody says Tay or just my regular name, I know it's either the podcast or they know me personally. Gotcha. And that's how I can... Break so was yeah. that the idea, like, of going off of those originally? Because that was what note I took. Which, I mean, I'm so bad at this. Because like, you're not even the first guest who like I've, I've made a note. It's like I need to ask them about their name. Like they got <laughs> interesting stuff going on with it, but like I don't even say anything. Because nobody but, uses my last name. Like nobody, yeah. honestly speaking, nobody knows my last name except for the people I guess on my Facebook page. Okay. Like, or the people <laughs> that work with me, like know me. But outside of that, nobody, nobody that actually does business with me yeah. knows my last name outside of if I have a contract to sign and usually if I sign a contract I'm signing it under my business name uh-huh. because that way it can just go into accounts and it's I can it's easier to write off when I use my business name than it is to say okay it's me so that's a conscious decision like you knew from the beginning like you were going to make this kind of alias separate from yourself yeah so I mean how how did you decide to do that like that's an interesting thing to think about um I'm very private Okay. So I'm like one of those people, like, if you, I mean, if you look me up, like, it's really interesting because I've looked myself up on different, like, computers. Because, you know, if you look yourself up on your own computer, obviously you're the first one that's going to show up. Right. But if I look myself up on other people's computers, it's funny because all of my aliases come up. Like, it's like a different thing. <laughs> it's like Shantaniana, Tay, Miss Tay, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> but but I think that the the whole premise about behind it is just the fact that I am, I like my personal life to be personal. And I like to be able to stay organized, even though, like, as of lately, I've been a little bit scattered. But, like, for the most part, I think the aliases make it easier for me to stay organized. It's a way of being like, okay, well, when I am family Tay, then I'm family Tay. And that's that. I'm I'm, all of this is when I'm when that's scheduled. Everything else is when it's scheduled. So I don't I don't really know how how I made it conscious it was just one of those things to just basically stay organized just be organized separate business from personal so was it always then the plan to go in so many different directions because I mean you acting you do music you do aesthetics and like hair (laughs) um no (laughs) um when I was younger my whole thing was just entertainment but as I got older the one thing you you learn is in in the underground world it, it becomes smaller and smaller the more shows you do, the more things you get into, the more people you meet. It becomes like a smaller circle. It's like, okay, well, I feel like everybody that I know, 
does the same thing and then I go to the store and it's like okay nobody knows me or anything that I do so it's like okay well then they don't do it but in my little circle everybody's doing yeah. this so it's you oh, have to, it, yeah. yeah yeah so it's, it's I got like 10 actor friends 20 you know a couple <laughs> singers rappers producers uh-huh. stuff like that and it's like I know all of these people and it's like almost like that is my world but it's not really you know what I mean yeah like it's like you when you're a, when you're surrounded by it, uh-huh. it seems like it is, but it's it's not really. It's no, not really. Once yeah. you step outside of your world, it's like oh, it's, it's oh, these people are doing a million different other things. Don't even know <laughs> have nothing to do with what I'm doing. Exactly. So, yeah. No. It's, but it's easy to get wrapped up in that. Like when you get into this industry, like it's it easy is. to just like go in 110 percent, just like. And that's what happens. Like I went from having a manager when I was in Michigan doing performances and stuff like that to okay somebody introduced me to this photographer so now I'm dealing with this photographer and I'm doing music and then I went to school for radio TV and music production so one of my teachers there actually knew somebody that was writing a script so I ended up um, in their independent film just off of the whim that they liked how I was in class I was different multiple personalities in class and like oh you'd be really good for this my friend is doing that and all of a sudden, I just ended up being, like, the, I don't want to say the go-to person, but amongst certain people, I was the go-to person. You were reliable, person. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think of that. <laughs> but, oh, podcast yeah. hair flip. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, okay. yeah, I ended up being that, that girl. Like, okay, well, yo, somebody didn't show up, so could you cover for this? Or... Yo, we're doing this. Could you show up here? And at the time when I stayed in Michigan, I could do that because it was always my sister and my girl's dad and family. So it was always like somebody that my girls could be with. And when I moved out here, my sister was with me. But now I have my boyfriend is here. So same thing. It's like, okay, when I'm doing stuff. And for the summer, it makes it easier because they go back to Michigan for the summer. So now I'm spread between... Michigan, Chicago, and here now because we just got the podcast on like an independent radio station. Yeah. So we're they're advertising for us now for the podcast too. So it's kind of like you know like really awesome, you know. So what was the first step for you then? Like, was it you just said entertainment? So like, was it music? Like, did you get into that first? Yeah, music. Okay. Yeah. Um, when I was in middle school, I had me and a friend of mine. We used to always sing. We used to always sing. I had a choir teacher. Well, not even a choir teacher, my English teacher. And I always, um, they say, whenever I have to do, like, a password, I'm not going to say her name on here because I don't want to know my passwords. (laughs) But whenever they they say, like, your favorite teacher, I Uh always put this person in there because, like, she's the one who put me in front of a camera. She's the one who, like, when we had uh, Black History Month, she's like, you have a gorgeous voice. I'm going to choose you to do Diana Ross. Right? So, like, I had, we had this, like, little TV thing that they had us do, and I had to do the presentation for Diana Ross and sing, like, a a verse from that song. And, like, I'm like, okay, I could do this because you, like, you get dressed up, you put on the makeup, you do all of this stuff that you probably wouldn't do on a regular basis because I know I don't. Uh And then you go in and you're just glamorous and you're this and you're that. And then you get to go home and just be normal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I love that. Like, I love the idea of being able to be someone I'm not for, like, an hour or two. Like, I have a show this weekend, and I just went and bought a wig for it because it's, it's, it's um, supposed to be, like, a 1920s theme. So I have to tie my hair back and put a wig on so to, to give me that 1920s look. Yeah. And I love it. Like, I love it. It's just awesome. It's fun. <laughs> I think that's interesting because I feel like that's something that actors don't talk about enough is that, like, everyone likes it. Like, they say they got the bug for, like, being in front of people and have that all the attention and stuff on them. But, like, it's also really interesting and really fun to be able to just turn it back off. Right. So I think, like, that's cool that you pointed that out. It was just that ability of just, like, I can go do this and have fun with it, but then I'm back to me and no one gets to see that part. Right. Yeah. No, it's awesome because I'm still mommy. Like, I can get to, I get to practice with my daughters and, like, I love it because, like, my baby girl, she wants to do the acting. My oldest daughter, she's into the music. So, like, I love it because I can bring it back home, and they practice with me. They see what goes into it, and it's not just them watching TV. Because, you know, when you grew, when I grew up, I didn't have anybody around me that did acting and music. I knew people that could sing, very talented family members, but I didn't have anybody that actually did it. 
So I didn't know all of the work that went into it. I didn't know everything that went behind it. I didn't know all the sacrifices that I was going to eventually have to make and the people that I was going to eventually upset in making those sacrifices. And like even to this day, it's like I have to try to find a balance because I can be on cloud nine one day and just be just, you know, pity the next day because I have a show that I've already committed to. So I'm going to follow through with it. But if you're like when you're in a relationship, and I think that's one of the biggest things that me and my daughter's dad had was like, when you're in a relationship, it's really hard for that person if they're not into it with you. Is I think that it's very hard for normal people yeah. to understand. Like they get it, but they don't really get it. And they'll tell you that they get it, but there's always that. What is it? I, I can't think of the word, but there's always that thing, yeah. that that nudging thing that you come home after you didn't had a show, and like usually all of my shows are obviously not out here in Maricopa, <laughs> so like I'm usually coming home at like nine or ten o'clock on a Friday or a Saturday. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I have a show. You can come to the show. I can give you the information. You, I mean, but I can't call you during a show. It's a show. <laughs> like, yeah. I am a character. I cannot, you know, so it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a, yeah, I mean, and and it's one thing to say that, like, yeah, you're totally cool with it. You support it. But, I mean, it is, a, like, a huge, like, leap of trust, you know, type of thing. Like, when you, I mean, you got to be acting as somebody like who's got a relationship with somebody else. You got to, I mean, that's the biggest one. I know it's oh, kind of yeah. cliche, but it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I can sit here and tell you over and over again. It's just like, oh, it's just acting. And like, you can say like, no, I get it. I get it. But then if you go and see the show and you see us together on stage, it's right. like, it's still there. Right. <laughs> and I mean, when you're acting, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's not a good show if you don't have chemistry with your cat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, if you don't build that chemistry, like during rehearsals or however you, get it done you're not it's not going to be believable and people are not going to spend their money to see you like these shows that I do I actually give like I can officially say as of last year I'm a paid actress I'm not an A-lister but I am a paid actress and it sounds good to say you know it sounds good when it rolls off the yeah it sounds good when it rolls off the top (laughs) you know but that came with a lot of to this day a lot of sacrifice yeah, and it's that's something that people closely have to accept. So I'm curious, like you say, your your daughters, like they're they're into it too. So I mean, as somebody who's had to take these sacrifices and stuff already, like seeing them get all excited for it and stuff, are, do you have mixed feelings about that ever? I don't, I don't, because they don't have any responsibilities right now. So I feel like if I keep them focused on what they want to do now, as opposed to. I mean, and they're going to make their own pathways when they get old enough to be like, Mommy, I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. You know, yeah. they're going to get to that point at some point or another in life. But I just tr- trust that they make the right decisions. And But as of right now, no, I don't. I want them to focus on their dreams. I want them. I've, I always tell my girls what I my biggest goal for them mm-hmm. is to never have to work for anybody in this world, in this world, period. I, you work for yourself. So, like, my daughter, she wants to do her cupcakes. I got another daughter. My my baby girl, she does the cupcakes, and she wants to do the acting. My oldest daughter, she does her music. She does art. She wants to be a YouTuber. Well, I'm learning. I'm learning the, what is it, the marketing strategies that they have for YouTubers so that for the branding and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm going to use it on because we're going to flip the podcast and try to we're going to work on getting some subscribers we're going to start that between in the next couple of months okay um work on getting subscribers but we're going to flip the podcast and turn it into a youtube channel too okay so we're working on like flipping it so that it is a podcast so that people can listen to it and we'll be we'll be able to uh, monetize off of giving you know selling episodes and stuff like that but we will also have full-on episodes that you can go watch on youtube And I'm going to try to see if I can work out those strategies so that my daughter, because right now my oldest daughter, she does the YouTube stuff. But she, um, for the most part, her, her stuff is like trending. Like, you know, like what yeah. ki- kids, all of them are into Just what's trending. trending. So yeah. like she'll go and do a cartoon with what they call their OCs. And it'll, but it'll be a cartoon that's based off of something else that's already trending. So right. like it's it's easy for her to get a hundred thousand views. Yeah. 
Right, yeah, they just get in whatever hashtag is already going around, and then yeah. they're for, like, the most recent thing. Yeah, okay. I don't have that much time on my hands. <laughs> I'm not well, going to... So I'm going to say, I think it's the craziest thing, because, I mean, like, you and I's generation, like, we're not that far removed from, like, the, the new, young, fresh right. generation, but, like, <laughs> right. growing up, like, the ability to be a YouTuber was not an option. No. So, I mean, how do you how do you look at all these new kind of, like, paths and stuff that came... Like, we podcasting wasn't a thing when we were growing up, that yeah. type of thing. So, like, how well, do you look at that? Now, podcasting wasn't popular. If you ever went to school for radio, TV, music production, yeah. any type of production course, anybody that's done any type of production course will tell you that podcasting was very much around. It just wasn't popular. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that back. I'll, I'll say podcasting wasn't like uh, a viable option. Yeah, yeah. Podca- you couldn't tell someone what a podcast was and they would just get it. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. You would have to go through explaining it. So it is... It's nice to see it evolve. I wish I would have grabbed hold to it when I was first learning it. But then again, you when when you're in the midst of something that's getting there, it's it's there's no there's no positive recoil. <laughs> like when you're doing something that other people are not doing or other people don't understand yeah. there's always that well, what are you doing this for and that doesn't make sense and mm-hmm. well where'd you get that from I've never heard that before so like the people that made it popular or the people that makes anything popular like more power to you that's why again yeah. that's why I go back to the podcast that me and my, my friend is doing because our goal is to shed a little bit of a positive light even though there are some controversial subjects our goal is like we don't agree on every topic yeah we don't agree like if you listen to it if you actually go and you listen to it we don't agree on everything but we joke about it like girl are you are you serious no 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 no. i don't think that and (laughs) you know what i'm saying but we can have that conversation and you will hear us next week and we will joke about it before we talk about it beforehand where our viewpoints is we go on there we we record it and then we talk about it some more afterwards and think mm-hmm. about what we're going to do the following week but i think that that's the biggest thing is like who cares everybody has an opinion <laughs> like everybody has an opinion period and that's just sure. it so like one thing that we all got to grasp onto is the fact that nobody really cares at the end of the day <laughs> like you just want to hear something that's entertaining yeah that's fair you know, like, I want to hear something that's entertaining. I want to hear something that's funny. It might be controversial. I might want to talk shit about you today and then think about it tomorrow or whatever the case is. Oh, I agree with you today, but next week, the, this one, I actually don't like anything that you just said. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's fair. Yeah. Because all humans are complex. All humans. So for people to be like, oh, no, I'm a stand-up, this, that, and other, you're lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Get the stick out your ass and stop lying to yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you're not. Nobody is. When yeah. you go home and you have complexities like everybody else, everybody gets upset. Everybody gets sad. Everybody gets happy. Everybody goes through things. The richest person in the world goes through things. Donald Trump has been through things in his life. He can sit there, pucker his lips out, and pretend like he ain't never been through nothing, and he's the richest man alive, and he and his money takes care of all of his problems. That's bullshit, because everybody knows that his wife doesn't even want him. Like, that's clear. Like, body language talks volumes. And they're just doing, you know, they're doing this because as a presidency, he has to look a certain type of way, and Melania gets more money while she's staying as long as she's with him it's true it's hard to turn that job down like when you're gonna be first lady like i told my i told my dude like look here if i don't like you like i mean i kid you like in his inauguration mm-hmm. like he'd be smiling he turned around smiling her and then she you know like <laughs> you see uh what is it uh, obama and michelle holding hands <laughs> these two coming down they're just stiff like come on like I do not aspire to have a marriage like that. I am sorry. I do not aspire to have a marriage like that. The people that aspire to be like that have no life. Like, if you aspire to live that type of life, you want to be miserable for the rest of your life. That's sad. That's sad. Nobody should want to live like that. Let's take that. Let's circle back a little bit to, I mean, I want to talk about the podcast tomorrow. I want to talk about, like, where you're coming from, but we'll jump back to that. Okay. Um, But 
you bring it up, like, stuff kind of talked about on this latest, last episode. So I was able to listen to a little bit of the relationships one. Mm-hmm. And one thing I was just, like, pretty impressed with the, right off the bat is, like, you and KJ and your boyfriend talking all together on it. Right. Like, that's, a, that's some vulnerable stuff you guys are bringing up. So, like, right. is there ever any kind of hesitation or any, like, kind of you guys get into a cold sweat when you realize you're talking about that on the air? Or, like... Um, we usually try to talk about it beforehand. And, like, it's like, okay, heads up, I might bring this up. You're going to hear some shit. Yeah, (laughs) right? And, like, I think you could hear it with him because he was, like, hesitant at one of the parts. He was like, because, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to da-da-da-da-da. Because, like, you you can tell, like, he was like, okay, I'm not going to say this, but you know what, y'all said. Because we told him just go go balls in, you know what I'm saying? Just lay it out on the table. Well, you have to. at this point, this is a no-judgment zone because – the fact of the matter is, if you can't be real with your mate, who can you be real with? We you we live together. So, like, if we can't keep it real, like, with your past, my past, or whatever we're thinking, or whatever the case is, like he said, we don't have a lot in common. But we mesh well because of our differences. I don't know how that works, but he gets on my nerves, I get on his nerves, but... Being able to be on a platform where you can be, and you can actually honestly say, you know what, we don't have a lot of agreements, but we do get along. We do know how to complement each other. We do know how to make things work. And it, we're not, neither one of us are miserable in the process. Like, I mean, that, it, it's it's not like I said. We do that. We do the head like we do the conversation beforehand. Heads up, this is what our topics are going to be for discussion. So, <laughs> you know, what are we what are we thinking? Wrap here? your head around. <laughs> let's 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 see where we're going with this, and then we go for it. But it's always like uh, we were just discussing that. Um, I was telling her like we're going to have to stop saying that we're sorry about stuff because at the end of the day. I'm not sorry about my opinion because I, if I was sorry about my opinion, I wouldn't state it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're if you're really sorry and nobody's really sorry because by definition you can say I apologize that I offended you or I made you feel a certain type of way, but I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. By definition, I'm not sorry. Fair. You know what I'm saying? Well, even even beyond that, though, even beyond what you guys like were able to talk about ahead of time, like you did an episode that was just you for an hour of talking, like just you talking about still some like pretty pretty heavy stuff. So, like, I mean, how do you how do you psych yourself up for being that open? I guess. Um, write it down, and you know, here's the thing: like, I've spent most of my life worried about what other people thought or what other people would think when it came to my music, when it came to my which which is why I'm at this point at this stage in my life because like had I just thought about it back then like you know what everybody has an opinion like I didn't think about it that way it was always okay well I don't want to offend this person I don't want to offend that person I don't want somebody to look at me this way I don't want somebody to look at me that way but at the end of the day you can be the clean cookie cutter most groomed best dressed richest person and somebody is always going to have something negative to say so like when you think of it that way it's like who cares who like who cares like i mean really like you're just never gonna win yeah no no you can't win for losing i've spent a lot of my life my life in that bubble uh you know what i can't win for losing you can help as many people as you want to the minute you say no it's a problem you can do as much as you want to you can Bite your tongue as much as you want to. You can. It's like the whole knitting caboodle. You can just do do everything. You can be every woman that you want to be and do all of this shit, and it really still will not matter to a certain men because somebody is still going to say, "Oh, I don't like her hair." Oh, did she hear how she slurred that s? <laughs> you know, like it's it's always gonna be one person. So at the end of the day, who cares? You don't have to like it. But I bet you it's a hundred other people that can relate, that will listen, that will say, you know what? I feel that way. Or you know what? I don't think that way, but she has a point. You know, so. So have you ever had that mindset affect you negatively? As in like, I mean, that's that's kind of like mindset of just like saying like, it doesn't matter either way. Like they're always going to judge you. That's a fine line to walk into getting into like fuck it none of this matters like I'm never gonna win I'm never gonna be able to like please everybody like that can go real far the other way right so have you ever had that like push you like back and make you nervous about doing anything or like 
overwhelm you? Yeah, my entire life. <laughs> my entire life. Like, I've always had that my entire life. Like, I've been the biggest bitch. I've been the meanest person. Like, people that the people that's the closest to me know how I am. But, like, if a person doesn't know you, then I can come off as a really strong-minded, really bitchy, judgmental person. <laughs> and I've experienced that on all different levels of my life. So, at this point, that's why I'm at the I don't care part because I used to be like, well, I'm only saying that because it's, like, the truth. Like, I feel like we are so scared of the truth. Like, we as human beings are scared of the truth. We can be sitting there staring the truth in its face, and we would lie to ourselves just to make ourselves feel better. And it's, why? Like, it's, it's not, it doesn't make sense to. So... I mean, in order for me to be honest with myself, I feel like putting myself out there is just a way of being like, you know what? I'm there. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm human, and everybody's human. I sometimes will say something, and then KJ will come back and be like, yo, but just and I'll be like, you know what? You right, but I still don't like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. I get it. But me, personally, I wouldn't do it. But yeah. I can get another person's point of view. Yeah. But I don't have to agree with it. No, and that's anybody no. else. Like, you can get my point of view, but you don't have to agree with it. And then, yes, it does go to, it does go, it can go left really quick. It has gone left really quick with, you know, people telling me, oh, you think you're better than everybody and blah, blah, blah. I've, I've heard that, stuck up, bitchy, like everything. But in the same respects, it's like, I pride myself on even raising my daughters the same way. Like, honesty is the best policy period point blank like i have a big pet peeve against liars cheaters if you you put so much energy into trying to be something that you're not because this is what you think other people want to see you as but if you don't like what you look at in the mirror or if you don't like what you, what you allow to come out of your mouth but you're doing it because it's some type of publicity stunt or there's something that's going to get you money or whatever the case is if you can if you can which is a, a thing that a lot of entertainers I, I notice get into drugs they get into shit because there's a, there's a personal anguish and I don't want that personal anguish so who cares? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great thing to take, take away, too. But I'm kind of curious now, though. So do you feel like that, that kind of strong, honest personality um, played into, like, your conversations when you were getting management, when you were getting representation, like, at auditions? Do you, how do you feel like that affected you? Oh, it fucked me up a couple times. Oh, okay. If I, I'm, yeah. I'm, it, it, it fucked me up a couple times because when I was younger, I didn't have control over it. I still don't in some aspects of it now. But I'm, I've learned how to control it a little bit better. But when I was younger, I was, <laughs> if I didn't like something, oh, trust me, believe you knew. <laughs> like, was, who cares? Like, I'm like, you, you knew. Like, period, point blank. Now it's like, okay, I think about it. I can voice my opinion on it, but I'm not as, um, I want to say hostile because that's like, it's so, so negative. But Like abrasive type of thing? Like yeah. how it's hard to take at first? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, I'm not as like, um impulsive okay as i used to be like when i was young i was impulsive yeah i was really <laughs> impulsive like nice. i'd say as my my kid's dad but you know <laughs> but i didn't i used to tell my dude that like all the time like my boyfriend now i used to tell him that when we first met each other like look you better go call him go call him and, and get some get some get some pointers from oh, him man. trust and believe you are getting the better end of the stick he got me when i was he had me when i was impulsive off of what you say who, who, who was that? Who told? Oh, what the, what was that? I didn't, okay. I had, like, crowbars in my back trunk and stuff. <laughs> like, I, man, I'm from Detroit. Yeah. Like, impulse, impulse is, is just that. It's impulse. Like, you got to be able to think. You have to think faster. You have to think and move faster than the next person because you can't put nothing past the next person. So, yeah, that's like, right. that's why, like, if somebody, like, looked at me cross-eyed or if somebody says something wrong to me, I first thing come out of my mouth when I'm here is, look, I'm not from here. So you might want to think about it, bring yourself down a notch, and step away. Let's, let's take that into the performance world then, because it's something I'm always curious about when somebody comes to Arizona working in the arts field, is like how is like getting into something in the arts different here than where you came from? It was easy. Yeah. 
Um, honestly speaking, I was not that interested in acting. Acting was something that fell flat in my lap. Like I went, like I said, when I was doing acting back home, it was because somebody knew somebody that liked my personality and thought I'd be good doing this. That was it. So it was always somebody contacted me saying, hey, so-and-so is doing a play, or hey, so-and-so is doing this, go try that out. When I came down here, <laughs> when I came down here, all I had to do was, um, I tried out for a couple things. And two, like last year, everything that I tried out for as far as being an extra, I got a speaking role on. Nice. A couple of things I actually ended up turning down because I'm like, okay. I didn't want to be there for that long. I just wanted to stand in the background and get paid. <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh. I bet there are just like a bunch of actresses listening to this right now being like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> right? Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, like when I came out here, I was like, like my boyfriend's like, you don't want it to come to you that easy. And it's like, no, but like if it does, I'm definitely going to ride the wave. Like, why, why yeah. not? And, and it makes you, once you get into it, if it's something that you are willing to get invested in, it makes you invest more of yourself into it. If it's not, then you, you'll get bored or you'll procrastinate and put stuff. Because that's a lot of issues that I've had before was procrastination. It's like, okay, well, I don't have this or I don't have that. Well, this year I went ahead and got my purchased the stuff that I needed to do a little small studio in my house. You know what I'm saying? I went ahead and invested in me for once. And I, I didn't. I, I spent a lot of my time worried about what other people was thinking. I wouldn't invest in myself. I wasn't investing in myself. I was just like waiting, sitting there networking, a network. But I wasn't investing in myself. Now I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna do it this way, because I'm not gonna do what everybody else. Biggest thing that I had, biggest issue that I had when I was in Michigan, was I would meet super uh, producers. And it's always, oh, well, we think that you should do this. You have this type of voice, so we think you should do that. Or I can write to anything, mm -hmm. and I have written to everything. So I don't want to be a one-dimensional artist. And if I have to be a one-dimensional artist, then I don't want to be mainstream. I'll stay underground, you know, and I'll do my acting, and I'll put my own stuff together. I don't, I, I, the whole one-dimensional, you got to act like Beyonce, look like Rihanna, dance like freaking... Um, well, look like what's that girl name? Uh, Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't want to be a Barbie. I don't need all that weave in my head. I ain't about to be popping, locking, dropping all that other type of stuff. I am in my I'm 30 years old. Uh, excuse me, and I have two daughters. Um, if they want to do that, then that's their business because they're young enough to do that. When I was younger, I still didn't want to do that because I felt like we all look the same. We all look the same. I realized yeah. one of us looked the same. You might have a few extra streaks in your hair. <laughs> but the people, you, we, we all look the same. Yeah. Like, who's better at being a puppet? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't want, I, 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 and I watch that. And what then, are you going to do with that? Like, yeah, whatever, exactly. Yeah. And most of those people end up on something. They own mm -hmm. something. They fucked up off of something. Somebody beating their ass. Just, just ridiculous shit. It's mm -hmm. like, you killing yourself to, to appease to media. Nope. <laughs> Just like that. Nope. I love that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about the, the music a little bit. So I, I saw that you had pictures set up of, like, your own studio and stuff like that. You said, like, you write to a bunch of different genres. Um, I mean, is there any one thing that you prefer that you feel like you like to focus on? Like, if you have total creative control over a project, like, what do you do? I do acapellas. I like acapellas. I like the rhythms and I like instruments. Um... I would prefer to get with somebody that was in more into the instruments as opposed to just what's hot now because I feel like there is a whole demographic of people that I talk to on a regular basis and I know that the people that I talk to on a regular basis are not the only people in the world that are complaining yeah. about what is or isn't available on the radio especially out here in Arizona. Like, I know so many people are like, oh, there's no culture out here. And it's like, okay, well, let's go make it. Let's go do this. Let's go make it happen. Like, because all you're doing is complaining. If we ain't gonna, if we're not gonna move forward with it, then we just sitting here complaining about what we want to see, but we ain't, ain't nobody actually making it happen. So, like, my, my, my dude did that. Like, he, like, he raps, and he's like, it ain't no culture out here, blah, blah, blah. Well, 
what happened with Atlanta. Atlanta wasn't the biggest thing on the map, and then Atlanta became the new Motown. You know what I'm saying? Like the underground scene. There's there's very strong underground scenes in a lot of states, but if you're not networking with other people, mm-hmm. or you're not actually up out there like okay well we're doing this this way now but what can we do to hit mainstream and then hit mainstream our way so that we don't have to be susceptible to what else is already going on it's just fall in line I, who i don't want to fall in line my plan is not to fall in line my plan is to stand above the crowd and fall back like all the rock stars do and say hold me yeah woo <laughs> <laughs> so so how do you do that how do you feel like um an artist who's kind of working on building themselves up who doesn't feel like they necessarily have what the radio is looking for um to like kind of like fall back on how did they move forward build your own following like build your own fo- like it's it's easier it's easier said than done but it's easier than we think it is like, it's, it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, build your own following this, that, and the other. And then you're like, okay, well, I've been doing this for X, Y, Z. But <laughs> I'll tell you this much. If you're not consistent, this is, a, this is a fault that I have had and that I realized, like, somehow uh, last year, well, earlier this year, I checked my ASCAP account and I got dividends, small dividends, but I still had dividends from the United Kingdom oh. playing two of my songs. I haven't recorded anything new since I've been here, in, well, until yeah. last year. I hadn't recorded anything new since I had been here in Arizona. Nothing they could have used. Nothing, like, that, least, no, yeah. nothing that they could have actually put on the radio. This is stuff that I actually performed back in 2008, 2009, 2010. Like, that is over in the United Kingdom being played in 2014, 2016. Wow. And this is me. I'm just a regular old nobody. Nobody knows me. But I have music playing, being played in the United Kingdom. Like, I was geeked. Like, I found that I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm not the biggest person. I'm not the richest person. But you can make that impact, and you might not be rich tomorrow. It might not make you rich tomorrow. It might not get you the biggest following. But I had some shoot of following on my um, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where are all these people coming from? And I'm like logging into stuff, getting, uh, updating all of my stuff and whatever the case. And I'm like, United Kingdom? Who the hell? I don't know nobody in that game, but I didn't send it over there. But somebody somewhere got it from offline somewhere, and you one know, thing led to another. Exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, I wasn't contacted for it, but thank you for the association <laughs> of uh, <laughs> of singers, composers, <laughs> and producers. <laughs> That's because let me ask about that too. I'm sorry, so I didn't mean to cut you off. But like, how do you how do you get associated with ASCAP? Um, I've been with them since 2008, and it was free back then. Um, last couple people that I've told to actually go and sign on is like went from like twenty five dollars to like fifty dollars, but I think it's like an annual fee or something like that. So yeah, so like, or is it just? I think it's like a registration fee, and then it's because I I haven't paid them anything. But but I, like I said, I got associated with them back in two thousand eight. So you kind of so. got grandfather, grandfathered in, basically like that that deal's your deal. You can fund yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just with them. I've been, I've been with them since my um since I was told about them. Like I got a um I have an account with the copyright so uh, right. copyrights So like you what is it, copyright.com? I think it's copyright.org. One of those. But the, oh, the right. copy the copyright um office I have a um an account with them because like at the end of the day there's some janky people out here and and, and that is going for regular people and industry people. It's some janky people out here. It's people, it's artists out here to this day that I know for a fact. I ain't gonna name drop, but it's artists out here that I do know for a fact purchase music and will pay you off so that they can keep the credits. <laughs> and you won't get any royalties. See, my thing is I want some of the royalties because certain people, you know what I'm saying, you get your you get your just let me let me put my name on one of those songs. I will sell you five songs. Just let me put my name on one of them, just so that I can get my foot in the yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you're not going to take one of my songs, one or two of my songs, and be like, I'm going to just pay you off. No. Nah, I'm not. No. Nah. It's that long term. No, nah, I need yeah. I need some residuals. <laughs> I got kids to feed. I need residuals. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, that, that's uh-huh. what I got into as I got older, which I am glad I didn't do what I initially wanted because when I was younger, I was so going to hold on getting a, a record deal. Mm-hmm. I want a record deal. Why am I not this and other? But I feel like now that I'm older, God has a plan for everybody. 
So that wasn't my plan. Okay. You know, and I'm, I'm fine with it. So would you say, going back to that, now that you know that there's more cost to it now for a young artist, do you feel like it's still worth it for someone to get hooked up with ASCAP or like hooked up with copyright? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like I said, I haven't, re- I haven't recorded anything that was radio worthy since 2009, 2010. I'm just getting back onto it this year. Um, well, towards the end of last year, really. But like I said, I logged on to ASCAP and had dividends from my music being in other countries. You won't have that, unfortunately. You can try to keep up with that as one person, but you can either pay somebody to be your personal train, your your personal assistant, and all of that, which you will come out of more money than registering for a company that automatically does it. They it follows it electronically follows your name and your ti- your song titles. So I would say it's very beneficial because you don't have to. That's one less thing you got to worry about doing. At what point did you know that you were ready to put something out there? I didn't. I, I, I really honestly didn't. I just said, you know what? I listened to a couple of underground artists that are like very well-known underground artists. And, and what killed me was like when I was younger, I was always listening to what these producers would say. Well, you need better quality. You need better this. You need to you come to my studio and blah, blah, blah. When it was just really an, a, a marketing scam. It's really, okay, I want to use you to make myself look good, but you're only going to be good when I need you. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you get out of that whole, okay, I need somebody to carry me mindset, you carry yourself, and it doesn't matter as long as people like your music. Like, you can get an in-home studio, and it'll be really based on some really basic shit. Buy a few beats from some of these people that's doing these exclusive cheap beats and put your stuff out there you can form you can create your own website and get people to purchase your stuff off of your own website from these beats that you're buying and you can get all of your money comes back to you that's why independent is growing so vastly and that's why it's that's the next best that's that's what's the best thing right now because you don't need somebody the only thing that a, a major company is good for is it's major distribution so you get there faster, but you have a contract, which means you're going to have stipulations. You might not have all of your creative um, input. You might not be able to do that. You're going to have a team of people that is going to, that in all actuality, you, are, you will have to do shows because you will have to make up money that you thought you had because they gave you an advance. That, that big check that they write you up front is an advance. If you don't carry out, then you owe. And this is how you got big names filing for bankruptcy back in the nineteen, you know, nineteen nineties, yeah. because they did, they weren't business savvy. I give it to the new millennium folks. A lot of them are business savvy, but they're still not that business savvy because you still got people that are killing themselves mm-hmm. to make sure that they can pay back these advances. Yeah. Because they're not in control. They want, they want obviously their audience to think that they're in control because that's how they make their money but a lot of these artists on the radio they're not in control they get dis- if you the best deal that you can get is a distribution deal not a record deal and even when you get a distribution deal you gotta walk a very fine line with that so look here i got a couple websites i pay two hundred dollars per year yes of course whenever i want to update something it might take me a little bit longer because i'm doing it myself and eventually I do hope to get to that point where I can hire somebody to do it for me, but trust, I will hire somebody to do it for me. I'm still not looking for a distribution deal. I'm still not looking for a record deal. If I just so happen to be in a good feature film that some takes me somewhere because I'm in two feature films this year, if those films take off, thank you, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? But as far as my music is concerned, my music is my music. I do my acapellas because I feel like it. I do the songs that I want to because I feel like it. I write over other people's beats because I feel like, because guess what? My creative input is still my creative input. And as long as I'm not stealing y'all words, the only thing I'm doing is composition. And most of the composition, I will switch around. And I do put, like, little effects and stuff on it so that it's not identical. And I'm not selling. When I do my mixtapes, I don't sell it. It's, it's given away for free. So if somebody downloads it, I'm not being paid for it. I don't know. Nobody shit. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So have you ever like considered producing your own beats, stuff like that? Like, I mean, you said so your boyfriend's a rapper. Does he like to see by beats as well? Or? Um, we have a few people that do that. Mm-hmm. Like my sister's ex-fiance, he makes beats. Um, I created my daughter's first beat for her first song, her very first song. Just like sitting there That's playing cute, with the piano. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing around with stuff in, a, in a, what's the name? Like, I had her singing along. And I'm like, okay, I'm sitting there singing with her. I just wish that I had somebody to do that with me when I was younger. Because, like, I went through so much time trying to find producers. And I would give producers songs and be like, okay, can you make a beat to this? And they were like, no, but I got to be for this. And I'll work on that for you and never got anything. <laughs> it's just like, it's a doggy dog world when it comes to it. And then by the end of that six-month period, somebody's always trying to holler. Somebody's always trying to, get, you know, trying to get in your pants and stuff. So at at some point or another, it's like you know what? Fuck all this shit. I don't I don't even know why I'm even doing this because I'm wasting my energy. I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my talent trying to find somebody to so so much, you know, quote unquote, sponsor me. No, I do it myself. Yeah. Going directly to the source, directly to the people, directly to your audience, that type yeah. of thing. That's cool. I mean, I feel like it makes it... I feel like people nowadays really are getting really into, like, an independent scene. Like, they love the idea of supporting independent artists because, like, the big bad record company has become such a thing where it's, like, everybody knows that, like, record companies are shady and, like, they mm-hmm. take advantage of people. So they love the idea of supporting an artist. So yeah. I feel like this is a great time to, like, jump into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. It is. Like, and, and, and like you said, like... There's so much going on on the internet. Like, it's just, if that's your thing, let it be your thing and go all the way in. Because I promise you, like, when you put your all into it, you're going to get, you know, we're getting responses back like that. I didn't even think that we were going to get responses back from. Like, I've gotten offers for people. I mean, it's, like, not big stuff, but, like, you know, the people that we deal with in Chicago work with um, Dougie Fresh. That, that whole system is Dougie Fresh. Um, they have a music awards and everything. So, like, we're, we're just jumping. We're jumping. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, well, let's make it happen. <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'd much rather just, I'd much rather be able to be in the underground scene and people know. And then, like, I'm going to places and stuff like that because the more, the more of because the underground scene, that, that is the audience. I mean, it's a mainstream, like I said, mainstream gets shit heard quicker, but underground is the audience. The little people, we are the audience. You get, you get a thousand people to subscribe at 99 cents to a podcast or uh, a show or a video or just to your website. That's a thousand dollars a month. I mean, that's not a lot. But for somebody that ain't got no bills, you do that for the next five years, you're bound to get to a million people. If you don't get to a million people within three to five years, then you're, you're either not consistent or you're, you're losing your, your touch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you so it's change pl- something up. Yeah, yeah, it's plenty of content out there. There's plenty of, you know, stuff that you can do to mm-hmm. make, keep yourself, make yourself and keep yourself relevant. Because right, right now people want what's real. I, I, I know so many people that's just like, you know, reality shows, reality shows, blah, blah, blah. I'm not trying to really be on a reality show, but I will say, like, I like talking about what's real. Because a lot of reality shows ain't even reality. You know, all that shit is scripted. Like, hmm, nah. I mean, ours is organized, but it ain't scripted. <laughs> I think it's just interesting, like, the topics you guys decide to take on so far. Um, because... They are hot topics. You guys addressed that. They are controversial topics. They might offend people. Um, I like what she said as like the kind of the mission statement of what you guys are doing is like to uplift, keep it real, and be a support system for people. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel like you have to take that on? Um, I feel like that because, I mean, let's be real. Black women in media, period, we're either sex objects or we are the loudest mouth, angry person. And I'm going to be completely honest. I done seen some stuff on social media that just flat out pissed me off. And I know it's just like social media, but you got these you you got these white women and dating black men that are putting like paragraphs. Well, if y'all would do this, like trying to instruct us black women on how to be with a black man. Like, what? 
like at some point or another we have to educate ourselves and we have to be a support system for our our women Mm -hmm. and we have to somebody has to step up and say look let's keep it real ladies why are we like this why are we so competitive why are we not giving ourselves a chance fuck what everybody else think why are we not giving ourselves a chance because at the end of the day i am dating a dude that looks at women on tv with the weaves and stuff like that and compliments them but he doesn't want me wearing weaves he when i put a weave in my head he's like why are you doing that (laughs) (laughs) what is that What, what are you doing you know what i'm saying yeah so like there are black men who appreciate us for being us and there are some people that are just like you know but i can say that for any race because i know a lot of other races that love black women you know what i'm saying i know a lot of men i know an older dude right now it's like probably like i want to say at the very least 10 to 15 years older than me tried to take been trying to take me on a date for the last year you know what i'm saying white man older white man you know what i'm saying so like but I'm not going to go on the internet and be like, oh, yeah, white women, let me tell you what you do. You know? No. <laughs> but I feel like as, as black women, we do have things that are, are, are publicized a little bit more. Our stereotype is a little bit stronger than I feel like it should be. And I feel like we should be able to have a, a sit down. All women can listen to this podcast, sit down with us, understand where we're coming from, because some of what we say in there is not just for black women, it's for women in general. But specifically, we want black women to listen because and not get offended, even though we know that some will, because that's just the, the nature of the beast. It happens. But we want women to be like to understand that. Don't look on the surface of just what we're talking about, but listen to how we're talking about it. We don't agree on everything, but we respect each other's opinions enough to be like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's be that example. Let's let, because we do have women that, for the mighty dollar, are going to go on TV and make us look like fucking buffoons. And don't get me wrong, when your emotions are tied up into certain things, Hey, your emotions are tied up into certain things. We're all human. Yeah. But some of the stuff that I have seen, some of the stuff that I hear specifically in media, social media, TV, with us, is like we are so much more complex and we are so much better than what we allow media to portray us as. But when we come across, we always come across as that attitude, snap your, snap your neck, snap your fingers, Slap, smack your lips, you know, twin, you know, all of this, flip your weave, and I got to have my weave down to my ass, but don't forget, we got to go make sure that we got the fake ass because, you know, black women got to have the biggest booties in the world. No, we are so much more than that. We are, we are, we are so much more than that, you know what I mean? And I feel like when I thought of the name, I'm like, you know what? This is probably going to get me, and in the back of my head, I'm like, this is probably going to get me um, <laughs> hated by a lot of people, but I feel like it will hit a lot of people in what I want them, how I want it to hit them, more so than the people, because there's always going to be somebody that ain't going to like it, but I feel like the more mature of the women will understand that this is not a women bashing thing. This is about us coming together and being able to start the conversation and then leave it where it's at. Let's start the conversation, let's voice our opinions, and then we're going to let it go. And we, as a culture, need to learn how to do that. But women in particularly, because women are very catty. Like, all ethnicities of women are very catty. And we don't have to be. Yeah. So you know. I, I think it's interesting. I mean, I feel like that's something that like a lot of artists think about is like that kind of moral, like ethical obligation of like someone's got to say this. Like we got to come together and make this record straight. Right. I think that's an interesting thing across like all art forms, music, right? <laughs> maybe film, theater, all that stuff. Like it's really cool that you guys are taking that on. And I think it's interesting that you frame it as like uh, a ladies' night type of thing. Is women got to come together? Because as I'm listening to the episodes you have put out, like honestly, I'm feeling like. I got to be the fucking target audience for this. Because, like, <laughs> me as, like, a white dude, like, all we see is what the media portrays, like, of, right. of other cultures and stuff. So I feel like 
listening to this and hearing it like coming straight from another culture like that gives us such a better understanding of like stuff we'll never understand like beyond the stereotypes and stuff right. so I'm listening to them like I more white guys need to listen to this more like white <laughs> women need to listen to this these type right. of things and experience that and right. I think just think that's something like so valuable I don't know but you know but that's yeah. exactly why we actually had yeah. my boyfriend on there last week because we're like okay yeah. we want to extend like because we're, we're eventually not every single week but like every mm-hmm. couple of weeks we're going to have different people on there like we have so many more subjects in mind and we have things I, I have a psychologist on hand that I we with she's yeah. She's um, she's actually going to school and tapping into the actual psychology of the LGBT, you know, community. Yeah. Because me, I will never understand that because scientifically I feel like, you know, men or women are on this earth to reproduce. But, you know, that doesn't mean that I'm going to tell a person, you know, a, a, somebody of that community that they're wrong because they're not wrong for how they feel. This is, this is something that they're more, if you're more comfortable yeah. with that, than you are with me being me, then who am I to tell you that you're wrong for doing that? But I want to have, we're we're planning on having her on the show to shed that light. Like we as women, we can talk about relationships as women, as women do amongst women and men do amongst men, but why not have women and a man who's in a relationship talk about these subjects? Why not have that, that, that diversity on one panel saying that okay let's fuck what we see in the media because the media yeah. is only going to tell us what the media wants us to know or wants to, wants us they don't they're not going to tell us what conversations we sh- should be having because the conversations that we should be having we're being uh deferred away from <laughs> with bs no no i i love be beyonce as just as much as the beehive i'm not a part of the beehive <laughs> but i i love me some beyonce music but I love me some Beyonce music. Let that woman live her life. She just had beautiful twins. I, they got all these forms. Well, she never had a blobby. She gets pregnant with twins. I know a couple people that's had twins before. And I know me as a, a person that's had a single birth before. I know another woman that had a single birth started showing at three months. Big, just as big as Beyonce's twin, you know, size when she's a twin. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes things change. You know, I was small with both of my girls, but I carry them different. So they thought everybody told me my baby girl was going to be a boy, but she wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Because I carry them different. Like, Uh every pregnancy is different. Every woman is different. And every woman that's ever had a baby, for anybody to comment on how she looks during her pregnancy, if you've ever had a baby, Mm -hmm. have several seats. Come on, man. Let that that woman be a fucking woman. You know what I'm saying? I know she's a celebrity and this is what she signed up for and whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, but let that woman be a woman. Let her enjoy her fucking life and her damn kids. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Like, what, what, you know? I listened to, like, a a podcast uh, that's all about just, like, making fun of conspiracy theories. Basically, it's called Mm -hmm. Lizard People. Shout out to Kayla Hampstead. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) um, you would be amazed, like, how many Beyonce conspiracy theories people bring to them like oh, yeah. it's so much has to do with Beyonce just because oh, she's yeah. like so far out there it's, yeah. it blows my mind yeah. and I feel like that goes exactly what you're talking about like Beyonce to so many people is what black women must be like that's right. their only case of reference so like right. it's so good to have somebody like say like okay but that's not all <laughs> right right but no the, yeah. I mean but that's true like, like I said I listen to Beyonce music love Beyonce music yeah. been a Beyonce follower but my, the people that I look up to are 90s artists I still look up to Aaliyah she's dead and gone rest her soul yeah. but I still look up to Aaliyah I still look up to uh, Whitney Houston pre crack yeah. days you know <laughs> I look up to people like In Vogue with those beautiful harmonies I'm listening to uh, Shy when they actually did a, they did two versions of their song If I Ever Fall In Love Again two versions one acapella one with the um, instruments you know what I'm saying I look up to that type of thing I like Beyonce but I grew up with Beyonce Beyonce's the same freaking age well she's a couple years older than me but she you know she's in my same age group so I grew up with Beyonce I mean yeah. I love her work ethic as a woman what she has the best work ethic you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I feel like as an artist, and this is why I I will probably most because I look, look here, I'll be just like Kanye West, the crazy ass Kanye West chick slapping paparazzi. Let me live my life. Let me live my life. You know what I'm saying? Let me do me. Because these people deserve, they 
they paid the cost to be the boss. Let them live their lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, what did they say? Was it, was it Callie? Callie? One of them Jenner oh, yeah. Kardashian people. Yeah. The house done got broken into. They doing it. Y'all doing the most. Y'all, do, y'all doing too much. Y'all just you're doing too much. You know, I'm sick of hearing about them. But let them bitches yeah. live their life. Please don't encourage it. No, right. Right. Let them live their life, though. That's about my thing is we as women, like, no, I do not agree with. And my biggest thing with plastic surgery amongst my people is we cheat. We ain't paying top dollar for that shit that y'all in the media trying to promote everybody to go pay. We broke. We ain't paying top dollar for that shit. It's people losing their life because they trying to look like motherfuckers that's Mm-hmm. Posting shit Like stop telling people To do that shit Because yeah. you telling people To commit suicide Stop You know what I'm saying That shit ain't cute Because these people Is losing their life Trying to be like you But they trying to Take the cheap route You got top dollar You can do that They can't do that But it's so much So many people That's like Oh well if you ain't Looking like this Like I see so much I don't I have not in my life Seen so many Big girl And I don't get me wrong yeah. Big girls Love yourself You know what I'm saying Little girls Love yourself I'm a little woman But I have not seen So much body shaming In my life Maybe it's because I, We got so much This internet Is a plus and a minus Because all of this Body shaming I don't see so much Well you ain't a real man Or your dick ain't long enough If you ain't with a thick woman Or you, you ain't a real man If you don't get you a big girl You know Skinny women can't cook And all this other stuff Look, what, the, what the fuck Why Why Do you got a boyfriend if you ain't got a boyfriend, go find you one. Stop trying to look for a man on the internet because people mm-hmm. getting killed looking for people on the internet. You yeah. know that. It's nasty. We, we out here in the desert. You what, what happened? The girl got found buried somewhere in the desert, went to go meet with a dude somewhere off of POF. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop not it. Worth go, it. Look, go, not go, worth look, take your ass to the mall. So I, feel, I, feel, I feel like an old lady. Go take your ass to the mall some damn where and go, meet, <laughs> go have you a conversation. With somebody, get off the dang on. Yeah, nice boy at the Applebee's. <laughs> Girl, look, I gotta put my grandma panties on. Look, look here. <laughs> this is a good time to wrap it up and kind of get to the last couple questions I like to like to ask. First off, I mean, is there anybody else in the Phoenix area, artists of any kind, doesn't have to be musician, actor, whatever, you just want to give a shout out to? We should be looking at. Um, I definitely want to. This is conflict. This is conflictual but i definitely want to give a shout out to the dinner detectives they are awesome usually an older crowd but they are an awesome team of actors the um murder mystery crew they are the best they are so freaking fun they are an awesome group of actors my girl home girl kj she is a funny chick she is my my partner but she is a comedian she is a natural actress she does her thing she is real she's funny as hell um i know my dude william He's funny as hell, good actor, great voice. Um, let's see. Do they? You know, they got pages or anything we can find them on. Um, yes. Uh, well, I don't know William's page, but he's uh-huh. on Facebook. But if I told you his name, I would have to spell it out. So. Uh, Sorry, we'll Google William. Yeah, you figure. Just, yeah, just, um, William. It, it is so. It's so common. I feel so bad. You know, KJ. Though you can find her KJ too slim. Okay. You know, KJ underscore too slim. You know, she's on, she too slim on Twitter and Instagram. And um, KJ is, I don't know if she want me to give her a government. So, but KJ is on, KJ too slim is on Twitter and um, okay. Instagram. Um, murder Mystery, y'all can look up the Murder Mystery crew. That's yeah. definitely on um, Facebook. Um, Dinner Detectives, that's definitely on Facebook. You can look them up, Google them. Come to a show. Come to a show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so about what about yourself? Anything you want to plug for yourself? Uh, yes, actually. Of course, we want to go ahead and plug Ladies Night, <laughs> which is night, the number four, ladies.podbean, just how it sounds, podbean.com. That's Ladies Night every Friday. Holla at your girls. We, we going to be on there giving y'all some real stuff. Y'all can even, our email is on there, so if you got suggestions, got comments, go ahead and do that. Um... I do natural hair care and skin care, so if you want to look up Complete Beauty Solutions, that's me. I do all of that natural skin care, natural hair care, all that you want to know if you want to learn about remedies, if you just need a lifestyle coach, because I am honest, but I will make sure that you are you stay on a positive note, because you always have to have that positive side to you, and I can always show you how to do that. How do, they, how do you want people to get in touch with you for that? 
Um, it's on my website. Okay. It's on the website. Um, if you go to Complete Beauty, if you go to CompleteBeautySew.com, and it's just really Complete Beauty Solutions, just without the oceans. <laughs> <laughs> so it's CompleteBeautySol.com. Um, just Tay, you can listen to my music at Just Tay, or you can go to uh, YouTube and Google Shante Diana. Um, if you go on to CompleteBeautySolutions.com and click on my picture, it will take you to Just Tay. And Just Tay will take you to my YouTube because I'm not going to spell my name on here. It's just too much. <laughs> I'll put a link in there. I'll put a link in there. Okay, Sorry. awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Any, uh, any other plugs? Um, as of right now, I don't. Like I said, Murder Mystery Crew, yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got some short films coming out though, right? You just oh, yeah. yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, I was just a zombie, you guys, and I was a really <laughs> scary zombie at that. Um, for the cross, um, Xander Entertainment, he is awesome. He has some really good, like, zombie gore type, really good action films. Like, you guys should check him out. Just look up Xander Entertainment or, um,. What's the website? I think it's alexanderentertainment.com. Or if you look up Xander Entertainment, he's all over Facebook. He's awesome, you guys. Or if you go to, if you look up Just Tay on Facebook and follow the link from the video that I posted on my page, like my page, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to my YouTube as well. Um, but yeah, if you click on the trailer, it'll take you to his actual um, page. Nice. All right. And last thing I'd like to ask is if you. I knew somebody who was trying to start an arts career in Phoenix right now. What what one piece of advice would you want to give them? Um, the best thing that I can say is it's going to be a little bit cliche, but never give up. Always trust your own instincts and stay true to yourself because you don't want to get to a point where you're miserable with something that you used to love. You want to always enjoy your art. Stay true to yourself because as long as you're true to yourself, other people well genuine people will 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 be attracted to you the right loyal following will be attracted to you and those are the people that you want to follow you not the people that you got to pretend to be something else so always 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 trust your own instincts trust your own instincts i love it all right shante thank you so much thank you it's a pleasure Special thanks to Nick Machete for writing our theme music and Taylor Machete for all of her support. If you are enjoying the podcast so far, don't forget to follow us and leave nice ratings on Facebook, Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Pinecast.co. And if you or someone you know is pursuing something artistic in the Phoenix area and you'd like to be on the podcast, write to me at starvingartistsphx at gmail.com.